Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. This one actually in a radio studio. If you missed yesterday's show, it gets referenced a lot in this actually. So seeing as you found the podcast, you could go and just listen to the one before it, he says, desperate for the downloads. Uh, have a listen to that and you'll get some of the reference. You'll also work it out. If not, I was stuck on the road and it gets mentioned a lot in here and we fully explain it. So either way, sit back, enjoy a little bit of ear-based entertainment for a short while. I'll tell you what's nice. It's being here in a studio because I was going to say there's air conditioning. To be fair, there was air conditioning in the car I was trapped in yesterday, but I'll tell you one thing I didn't have in the car. Music beds. Yeah, didn't really, it doesn't really add much. Maybe I should have just stayed in the car. Um, if you missed yesterday's show, I'm sure... I mean, you won't be bothered by it anyway, because it probably didn't impact you the same way it did me. Sat in traffic for seven hours. But we did manage to pass the time by doing a radio show from there. Not sure if that's a first... Although Darren Griffith gets in touch and says, Welcome back from the streets. I had to fight my way off the streets. You know that. Because I'm originally from Mansfield, and I there was only two ways out of Mansfield. One, you learn to fight. Two, you go and get a 2-1 degree in chemistry from the University of Birmingham. And I, I did one of those. He says, uh, Bet you get a council tax bill you were there that long. Don't stop. So don't. didn't you do a show once before from your car by phone when you were stuck in the Dartford Crossing? I did, but it wasn't a full show. I was running late when there was a massive closure of the queue because of the closure of the Dartford Tunnel. And I did some, some links by phone. don't think I pre-recorded in the same way. He says, you're in a smart car type thing, so you should already be in the smart book, in the record books. Smart car? I was in a, an Igo. It's the, it's the, the same one I've got. <laughs> I don't know how fancy pants you think I am. I don't get to change cars that often. Um, he said, uh, if not, it might have been some strange dream that I had that I won't talk about. How did this dream end? Was I was I in an I go naked? Because if I was, then again, yes, that is how we did the show. Um, you can call 01708 741075 to the phones. Hello. Hello, Steve. Kevin Homechurch. Hello there. How you doing? Not bad. Will you be appearing on um, Mastermind? <laughs> what is that? Well, your specialist subject could be M25 motorway, central reservations, crash barriers, 1235 to 1947. (laughs) Specifically, junction 24 to 25. Yeah, (laughs) I was staring at that for quite a bit yesterday. Man alive. Oh, what a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've got, um, I've been affected by it. I think even talking about motorways, I come out in a sweat. I got home yesterday, I wasn't sure if I could fit into my old life. I thought I might be like Tom Hanks in Castaway. (laughs) <laughs> it was crazy, crazy times yeah, I thought vegetable oil was supposed to keep arteries clear <laughs> <laughs> After a day of having to broadcast from the like, old car that I've got And the conditions of just being sat there for ages I, I listen back, there's a podcast available of yesterday's show by the way I put one of those on the internet, find me on social media At Mr. Stephen Allen There's a, a tweet where I plug the podcast and I had to listen back to that podcast today when I went for a run. I needed to do something to stretch out my uh, my periformis. Honestly, seven hours in a car. My periformis is playing me right havoc. But I went for a run this morning. I listened back to the podcast of yesterday's show. It was a man in distress, wasn't it? It was a man slowly losing it. You know that Michael Douglas film, Breaking Down, Falling Down? You know the one where... The picture of the poster has got the broken glasses and he just loses it. The pressure means he just goes on a rampage. And the thing that kicks it off, the thing that tips him over the edge, is he gets stuck in traffic for a bit. I'm sorry, Michael Douglas's character in Falling Down. You don't know you're born, mate. If 
I had had any opportunity. If the, the, the pressure of yesterday nearly tipped me onto a full old rampage. I had my sunglasses on. I could have cracked those to get the same look. Short sleeve shirt. I had that going on. I would have absolutely lost it. Only reason I couldn't is because I was stuck in traffic. But anyway, thank you for your messages. Getting some um, uh, requests in for later. Hi, Steve, says Bill from Cranham. I thought I would get in early. Brackets, unlike some people. Oi, don't you start with that. I tried. I'd like to get a request in for later. Hopefully we can forget about these stresses of yesterday. Could I have stuck on you? <clears throat> or what have I done to deserve this? Oh, God, it hurts. The good news is there's so much to try and fit into today's show because there's all the stuff that I prepared for yesterday's show that we didn't do yesterday because we got somewhat sidetracked by being stuck on the road and because of the vegetable oil. And it was, it, looking back, it was a weird experience because mostly in my life, vegetable oil has been the thing that's helped me get unstuck from most of the things I've been trapped in. Different stories for different times, but there was a story in the news about scientists are now debating whether we should be sending such details to aliens. You know how we broadcast stuff up there and you're thinking, Steve, you're not going to do that alien joke again, are you? Maybe by the end of the show, maybe, but not in this bit. I'm not prepared it yet. But we send information up there so that if aliens get it, they that we send them like prime numbers so that they know that we understand maths and we can start to communicate that way. I was reading one story that said we were sending up DNA. No, they're going to clone us. Why would you let them clone a human army? Anyway, and apparently they were sending up... Did I get this right? They were sending up pictures of nude humans. But they were pixelating out the... Uh, or at least they had in the newspapers. I hope that was just the newspapers. Because if we're sending pixelated pictures of nude humans, so you can't see the... Aliens aren't going to know what pixelation is, are they? They're going to look at that and think, well, these these creatures are strangely evolved. Look at that. They look like perfectly normal carbon-based life forms, but their business end looks like it's in Minecraft. But what I was going to say is, if we could send a message to the aliens, what would you want us to say to them? You can let me know. Emails to onair at time1075.net. We all know that this is broadcast on uh, FM. It gets broadcast up in uh, speed of light. This whoops out there into the uh, space. So aliens could be listening to this show. Not right now. They'd be listening to it after it's arrived there. Depends how far away they are. A couple of light years from now or something. And they'll be listening back thinking, that guy was always going to go a bit weird. In terms of other songs we're playing and ones that therefore you can't request, which is good because you'd be doing it deliberately to wind me right up about being stuck in traffic yesterday. On the way next, What You're Waiting For by Passenger. Oh, that's a double whammy, isn't it? That one. That one hits you. Also, we're asking if you were to send a message to the aliens. It's up to you. You could do what the scientists do, include a list of prime numbers and then pi to so many decimal places and then a nude selfie for some reason. These scientists are weird. But they've pixelated it, which I think is worse. You know what I mean? Because they're sending DNA and the pixelated pictures. So if these aliens clone a human, they'll think they've got it all wrong. We, we made the rest of it look all right, but this area is just no. Looks more like a vacuum-packed chicken than it does what they sent. Anyway, so that's not the point. What would you like to send messages to aliens? They can listen. They can listen to FM broadcast. So this is the place to get in touch with alien species. Martin says... Uh, we should send them a message that says, Come and invade, you can't do any worse than this lot. Alright, that's fair. No, that's fair. The Cause. So called. Did you know this? The reason they were called The Cause is because uh, when you look at members of the band, a lot of people went, Quaw, like that. Is that 
or their surname, I'm not sure. Thinking about, well, Jim was a handsome man. Oh, Jim. Anyway, what we're talking about today is if you could send a message to the aliens, which we can. So what would you like us to say? Because they send up weird things. They're sending... There's a debate in the scientific community. Should we be giving the the location of where Earth is? Because they're sending up like some sort of star charts and they're pointing out where we are. And it is often the case throughout history that the arrival of a ship from a more advanced culture does not bode well for the people who get that visit. So if aliens turn up, basically, they're our new overlords. You know, they've got better technology. It's not going to go well for us. It's not going to go well for us. But scientists also send up pictures of nude humans, and I think I was reading this, that they've pixelated some of the detail. You know, I'm sure they also airbrushed any tattoos out as well, but just so you can't be recognised. John the Tyler says, Hi Steve, I think it's a very clever idea pixelating certain areas for the aliens to see, as when you get to my age, everyone I see looks like a drop... No, I probably can't finish that one. Can we finish that one? Well, there might be lasagna fans listening, so I'm not... So we can't we can't finish the rest of that one. So we're talking about aliens on the show like we always do, and we're also going on about the fact that I was stuck in the row on the M25 for seven hours yesterday. I achieved nothing because of the spillage of the vegetable fat. And, I mean, as we mentioned, you can listen back to bits of the show. Um, it just made me hungry. I had no food in the car, and it just smelt like chips. The whole mm, the hot hot sun beating down on an M25's worth of vegetable oil. Oh, I've never felt so hungry in my life. 01708741075. Steve from Upney. Hello. Hello, Steve. Hello there. Have you got a chip on your shoulder? <laughs> Cooked in vegetable oil, honestly. By the way, that's yeah. the second broadcast you've done on the M25. You remember about six years ago when you stuck on top of the QE2 bridge? Yes. It's your second outside broadcast. We did a couple of links from there, didn't we? But we didn't We didn't do a full show. I remember that. Yeah, we were trying to, trying to get over the river. Well, that's right, yeah. So yeah. you had a bit of a chip on the hard shoulder. Yeah. Okay, you still got a chip on your shoulder. Did you catch the chip when you go? I tell you what, I'm not going near vegetable oil ever again. And I drove I in. I drove that. in not on the M25 today because I just I couldn't risk. I had to dig it up the road. I can't believe it on TV. I thought you might have come around the other way or come in by train. Uh, yeah, no, I drove I drove the long way around. Did all the A roads. That's it now. Yeah, I've I, become one of yeah, those people who doesn't drive on motorways. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Anyway, it's nice to see you back. Yeah, it's right. nice to be are, back. Are you, yeah. are you going to um, um, give some more stories today? We're running out of news stories. We'll, are you we'll skip yeah. it a bit. <laughs> There's one in the paper about the M25 was closed yesterday due to a uh, spillage. We might do that one. Oh yeah, I saw it on TV. I, I saw the uh, uh, all the. I thought I didn't realise how much damage the, the road apparently digging it all up. Mm. Oh, definitely. I mean, I can't remember where I heard this, but cooking oil, I think, because it's like a solvent and it's it, it dissolves. Um, tarmac, it dissolves bitumen. It, do not pour any cooking oil on your asphalt. Um, you can fill in the rest of that joke on your own. Can't you? In the papers today, patients no longer have to socially distance in NHS waiting rooms under new advice. I thought I'd bring you that piece of information because it will make waiting lists technically shorter. I mean, not in terms of number of people, but if you were to measure it by the mile, just saying. Is that good news? I don't know if that's good news or not. Um, but that's not what we're just talking about. We're also talking about messages we would send to the aliens. Because they've sent up some more info. They keep doing this. Uh, basically, they're putting up a big banner that goes, Come and invade us! Come and invade New planet going on here! 
people running it are idiots, so come on. We won't be able to defend ourselves. Weak flesh bodies, ready to be uh, beaten by your alien overlord armor. What would you, what message would you send to the aliens? 01708741075 to the phones. Hello. Hi, Steve. Kevin Home Church again. Hello there. Got a message for the aliens. Yeah. Don't turn up here, because otherwise, Corilla Patel will send you up to the veranda. <laughs> well, to be fair, <laughs> if any alien lands in this planet and on in the UK and says, "Take me to your leader," we're like, oh, I've got some bad news oh, about that, yeah. mate. <laughs> Uh, in the news today, this strikes me as the kind of story that ordinarily what we would have done is heard a protracted three-joke version of a Larry sketch about, but someone was stuck on a road yesterday, so that didn't have time for that. Liam Gallagher says he needs a hip operation. He needs a hip replacement. Oh no, the Oasis frontman, 49, has arthritis, uh, but fears that the operation could go wrong. And now, now we're all imagining what that means for Liam Gallagher to not be hip, aren't we? You need what well, he needs a replacement. He's walking around in cardigans. He's got socks and sandals. He's got Crocs. Oh, would ruin that kind of cool thing. Wouldn't it? I mean, obviously, it's just because the word's got two definitions. But other than that, that's solid analysis of that problem. In the news today, a sloth has formed an adorable bond with his zookeeper after refusing to get out of bed until he's had a morning cuddle. Do you know? I, I know, it's a cute story, but don't you get annoyed when you read about animals having a better life than you? I never get that. I'd love that. Are you getting up, Steve? Not until you come in here. Give a little hug. Come on. Oh, thanks for your emails on air at time1075.net. We mentioned in the travel news. I don't know, after, after yesterday, when I talk about the travel news, start to get the yips, start to get the trembles. But anyway, an email comes through from Rich, who says... Uh, hope you're well. No, I'm doing right. My Perry Formis is a little tight after yesterday. He says, I forgot to mention that Chris at Hammond Dry Suits shouted out very loudly this afternoon, Ferry! Because if you've only just caught up with the podcast or the show or whatever, uh, you've missed an absolute treat. They play Woolwich Ferry Bingo. Because quite often the Woolwich Ferry is not operating, and therefore, is it a ferry? That's a philosophical question for a different time. But we often have different reasons for why it's not running or why it's down to only one ferry. They play bingo there, and apparently it's been six weeks in the waiting. A bottle of wine goes to the boss. Um, meanwhile, Rich was waiting for low tide. Oh, so close. Yesterday it wasn't running because of high tide, but it's not going to sort you out for your bingo, is it? It says, roll on next week for the special summer Hammond Woolwich Ferry Bingo with big prizes. Give us a list of the prizes as well. I can do you a little uh, voiceover package for them. You could win a selection. What, what kind of prizes are you going for? A bottle of wine. His and hers tea's made. What else? The, I'm thinking now of Wheel of Fortune and uh, 321. This kind of a speedboat. Am I mean, actually, that would be a great prize. Eventually, when Woolwich Ferry Bingo goes big, that would be the ideal prize, wouldn't it? Because imagine you win a speedboat and then you're just floating up the Thames on it. And what do you see? Not the Woolwich Ferry, obviously. For obvious reasons, because... For obvious reasons. You know I like to keep you up to date with what's happening in the news. And there's loads of little stories. I get the tabloids so we can read out some pointless stuff. Yeah, I try and keep life light. How about this one? Humboldt Penguin Rosie celebrates her 32nd birthday today. More than double her life expectancy in Yorkshire Zoo. So... Now, you see, I'm raising that as a news story because... None of the tabloids today 
have covered the fact that we did this show from the M25 queues. A couple of other news websites did, but all like media ones. Tonight, 6.30, I think we're... Because I did an interview earlier on for BBC. You know, the BBC does, like, local news. BBC London News. Tonight at 6.30, I'm being interviewed on there. We've already pre-recorded it, because I'm going to be off elsewhere, but... So the BBC are covering the fact that it's the radio first. This is a man having a breakdown on the on the motorway, stuck in traffic for seven hours, and did a radio show in his spare time. And yet the newspapers waffling on about a 32-year-old penguin. Oh, celebrate your birthday, why don't you, penguin? Oh, I see you got dressed up for it. Oh, no, is that not tuxedo? No, that's just how they look, isn't it? No one cares. Where's my... I thought this was my one chance to get into the small sunspots and the small thing in the Daily Star with a little, you know... Oh, local radio DJ stuck on the M25. Did a show from... Nothing. Anyway, so that's a surreptitious way of plugging the fact that we'll be on uh, BBC News at 6.30 tonight. Um, if you want to get in touch, emails to on air. It was crafty. You didn't notice. I sneak, I sneak in the plugs, don't I? I sneak in the plugs as sneakily as I mentioned that the newspaper column in the Romford Recorder this week on Friday will be about the queue. But also the Barking and Dagenham Post... The newspaper column in there is about the government fines, I think. Yeah, you see, look at that. Snuck it in. You didn't even notice. What with there being a news story about Penguin, I was... So why are these tabloids not covering what happened on this show yesterday? Surely that's the most important story that would inspire someone. Not some story about a 32-year-old Penguin. Apparently they're only meant to live to 16. This one, 32. I mean, am I being unkind by presuming... The penguin died when it was 16 and someone bought a replacement. Because, well, you tell a penguin apart, can you? Yes, I am saying they all look the same. So, surely no one cares about penguin news. People want to talk about radio DJs stuck on the M25 news. Why is that not being discussed? Let's have a little, little look at what we've got in the inbox. Let's see which one is being talked about by people. Ted says, why don't penguins play football? Because there's snowball. Oh, well, that's not about me, it's about the penguin, but... All right, um, Kevin in Hornchurch says, Steve, did that penguin have a fish cake? What, to celebrate his birthday? Was it ambushed by a fish cake? Probably thought it was a works do. Uh, Ted says, why do penguins stay in pairs? Freezer crowd. No one's talking about what happened to me at the... No, that's fine. I knew we would end up talking about this because... Soon as we were sat here listening in the news and we heard... Watching TV behind the wheel could soon be allowed for users of self-driving cars. The highway code's being updated to outline what people can do in driverless vehicles, but phones are still off limits. Now, a couple of questions, a couple of obvious questions. You're allowed to watch the TV in a self-drive car. What else are you allowed to do that's, that is hands-free? You know what I'm... Anyway, no, that's a question for another show. But you're not allowed you to use your phone. Interesting stuff. But as soon as we heard that, I knew it would get your thoughts on this. 01708 Hello. Did he just say it was OK to watch telly while you're in a driverless car, but you're not allowed to use a boat? Yes. Surely it should be the other way around. Because if you're watching telly, you're concentrating on the programme. Well, not with a lot of the rubbish that's on TV these days. I think that's why they've brought the law in. They've looked at the kind of rubbish oh. that they put on the telly. Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, the amount of Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, you probably are meant to pay attention to the phone calls that you do, but not if you interact with this show. But I think it's interesting. There's a lot of rubbish on TV these days. And before anyone else gets in touch to say it, I'll do it for you. I'll save you the, I'll save you the text. What, like the MASH report now called Late Night MASH on Dave? Yep, yep, yep. 
What, like Ministry of Offence, the new comedy panel show every Saturday on GB News? Yep, yep, you'll have those. Is that all of them? So far, that's all of them. If I get any more, I'll let you know. So we heard in the news that the highway code is going to be changed so that you are allowed to watch the TV only in a self-drive car. That's very important to remember. That's not just in general. Get your TV out. But you're not allowed to touch your phone when you're in a car. There's a new story. Did we cover it in detail on the show? It might have been on the headliners thing that I do. Where you're not even allowed to touch your phone to pay for things. You know, like you can pay using your, your pay thing. I don't really understand it. But beep, like that. You're not allowed to do that. So there is a chance. I'm sure it'll never happen. But in theory, you could be fined for picking up your phone to pay for a McDonald's in a drive-thru. I'm sure it'll never happen. But, I mean, <laughs> I was worried yesterday doing a radio show via it. Let's be brutally honest. But as long as no one works out where to send the fine, we'll be all right. But the idea is, the change of the highway code, if you're in a self-drive car, you can watch the TV. But you can't use your phone. Julie Dean gets in touch and says, Are you allowed to watch TV? on your phone listen to that sound that's my brain being blown how yeah because how else are you gonna watch the tv what they can't expect you to bring like a 32 inch plasma in there can they what? that's not health and safety and this is even weirder now we're in the rabbit hole my tv at home um it's a smart tv there's an app on my phone that does the remote control so if i were watching my like 50 incher steady not don't snigger if i were watching my tv in my car and use my phone as the remote control have i still broken the law something tells me i'd be better off never finding out and that is your podcast done yeah um so it's nice to actually be in a studio hopefully we'll do some more of these again soon the tv show ministry of offense is being broadcast on saturdays tweet me for details at mr stephen allen you can watch that it's a comedy panel show that uh, skews the news looks at the the way the news is skewed with the left and right wing you can also watch comic solving problems me and eric McRoy, but that's a comedy streaming show on youtube and other things as well that aren't just youtube twitch that's a thing apparently um you can also get what else am i knocking out oh the the uh, columns if you have a look on social media at mr stephen allen i'm trying to tweet more of the newspaper columns i write as well till next time bye